0: Yo yo yo, this is Bernard, aka the Scarlet Spider. And this is Samir, the King in Black. And welcome, 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 one and all. And few you and between, to another episode of the Angry Blur's podcast.
1: But the nerds are black, and the nerds are angry.
0: Alright, so let's just get the bad news out the way first. Unfortunately, Jonathan Majors was found guilty in his court case, but he bad was news the context. What the hell does that mean? I mean, what do you mean by bad news? He's no longer playing Kang. Marvel has severed ties with them. And it's possible that he could be going to jail. So there's a lot of bad news.
1: Yeah, I mean, if he deserves it. You're so dumb. Samir, we you saw the text really messages. Dumb. We saw the video. And you still think this man deserves it? I'm just saying. They could. Have, there were some assault charges there. I don't know. He probably won't get the year anyway. So. But to say is that he's totally York. blameless. To say that he's totally blameless. Samir, uh, you kn- do you know the assault charge
0: he got? He got an assault charge for taking his phone back. Did you even look into it. like the, the sentencing and, it, and everything? What is she getting? That's what I want to know. They both need to be going in. Why would she be getting anything? It was a criminal case. Didn't she lie? Once again, it was a criminal case. Uh, I think they both suck,
1: but that's just me. Point is, wow. they, See, it, bro. the things you say on this podcast, what do you mean the things I say on this podcast, Mr. I don't know the whole story. That's what you that's your favorite line, right? I don't have enough information. And I'm giving you the information, and you still saying the man sucks. You didn't do any, re- L- look it up. Just come already up, up, I'm Brock. already out of this point. I, I stopped listening a long time ago. Once they saw it, like, I saw guy, he got, he got, Once I saw he got dropped, I didn't care anymore. I think they should recast him. Of course you didn't.
0: But Before they say anything,
1: John Boyega is not uh, picking up the role.
0: I know that. I was going to say that. But you decided to shit on the man before even doing any research. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. He threw me off, people. Don't blame that on me. No, I literally had an article saved and now I can't even find it. But apparently Disney stopped went up
1: after firing Jonathan Majors. That's probably not uh a cause that's probably not causation. All right, here we go. So the verdict was reached by a six-person
0: jury after roughly over four hours of deliberation spread across three days. Majors was wearing a gray suit and a black dress shirt and tie. Still with his attorneys, as the verdict was read, with family member, members and his girlfriend, Megan good behind him. Sentencing is set to begin February 6th. The charges are a misdemeanor and a violation, which carry a sentence of to one year in prison. The two other charges he was not found guilty of is intentional assault in the third degree and not guilty of aggravating assault in the second degree. And a statement after the verdict, the attorneys, I mean, the actor's attorney, uh, Priyana chaudhary said Majors looks forward to fully clearing his name, implying um, he may appeal. She continued, Mr. Majors is grateful to God, his family, his friends and his fans for their love and support during these heroin eight months. So yeah, um shortly after the verdict was read, Marvel Studios dropped the actor as King the Conqueror from his upcoming Marvel Cinematic Films. In total, Majors faced four charges of assault, aggravated harassment, and harassment after he called 911 on March 25th, when he said he found his ex-partner Grace Jabari, unconscious in their apartment. Police arrested Majors after finding apparent injuries on Jabari, including a laceration behind the ear and a bruised infraction finger. Uh Majors pled not guilty to all charges. So um, Jabari took the, the stand the first four days, uh, took the stand for the first four days of the trial. Um, it said Majors caused the injuries during the, during an altercation in the car several hours before she testified the alleged incident occurred in a private car when she saw a text on Majors phone that read, Oh, how I wish to be kissing you. Jabari has since tried, uh, has said that she tried to snatch the phone from Majors who then pried her finger from the phone, grabbed her arm and right hand twisted her forearm, and struck her head to get the phone away from her. The first three charges are misdemeanor offenses and related to the alleged incidents in the car. The fourth charge of harassment, which is a violation, the most minor offense of the charges, relates to an allegation that Majors threw Jabari back in the car as she tried to exit. The defense argued that he placed her back in the car to stop her from running into traffic. That action captured on surveillance video while the altercation inside the car was not captured on camera. All right. The charges against Major were brought by the state of New York rather than Jabari herself. The case was a criminal trial as opposed to civil, meaning the burden of proof is higher on the jury who had to find proof of guilt beyond a reasonable doubt of each charge.
1: All right. So you still think this man is guilty because I'm not reading this whole thing. I think both parties didn't have that better, but it's messy and I'm out of it. <laughs> And quite frankly, I don't think that's... something I wouldn't start that sin with, oh, bad news. I mean, it's it's messy. I don't know if it's bad. It is bad news. This man who was getting his property back
0: got a assault charge for getting his stuff back. And, you know, stopping her from nearly running into traffic after he called the cops
1: because she... Was knocked out unconscious with no like recollection the, of how she got in the closet. They need to get after those cops because they're also a problem too. If I remember correctly, they well, didn't talk think, about how they coerce. Once her again, that's, into prob- a, that's probably going to be a civil case against the police. A cab every day. That's all I say. A cab.
0: Can you turn that label? Like I said, we aren't getting paid.
1: Nothing more. Who cares? You don't. You don't have. Uh, you don't have stock in Bandai. You, you showing all those toys you got from the con. What's the matter? You asked me what I bought. That's different. The point is, you didn't cover the labels in. I don't know. We don't get any. Uh, we don't get any advertising. And We're talking about plenty of branded trademark items here. Plus, there's like logos across this whole damn can. I can't ch- cover the label. You can literally cover it and just show the nutritional facts. Liquid death is refreshing and deadly. Why do you have to be like this? Hang on. All right, what were you saying? Why do you have to be like this? Like what? You're picking the fight. You have no reason to to get pissed off about the can. It's a can. Put, move on. And you're 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 already wasting time talking about the can. I was already done with it. You brought it up twice. That's the issue we're having here, sir. Just ignore the can. You don't. You, you have these things where you, you you zero in on it, and then because I don't play ball with you, you get mad at me. Move, just forget about the can. I'm drinking it. It's, it's just funny. because I asked you to do one simple thing and you just refuse. How am I supposed to start the label? It's around
0: the whole can. You can see what it is. Literally. What do you want me to do? Turn the can around to the back where they show the nutritional facts, like I just told you. You're going to tell us to a uh, uh,
1: look with them. Why does it matter, Bernard?
0: You know, fuck it. I'm, you done. I'm any... done. I am done with this podcast. Sorry, guys. This is the Thank last you, episode. Sir. This yeah, is this the is the last because
1: because you always pick arguments. You don't sit there and you you, you, uh, you sit there and you throw out these um, orders and you don't. Well, you don't have any reason for not liking the can. There's no good reason to um, flip out about this. You're being a little baby about it. Go to
0: your story, man.
1: Uh, well, you said we just quitting. Po- are you serious about quitting the podcast? Don't just say stuff no, like I mean, that without actually being.
0: No, I mean like, this what? is the last episode. I am done. So this then is why the last why episode. Even finish,
1: why even finish episode? Why even go through the problems? Why why even do that? Give, Wait, give what's people the proper send off. Well, this is the proper send off right now. Then, like, what the hell? You might as well even post this episode. Just show, throw up on social that we're done, and you don't have to post anything. Like, literally, you picking a fight right now. Like, there's no reason to get upset about me drinking the can. All right, people do it all the time. I see plenty of um, streamers have Pepsi and Coke and whatever yeah. else Monster on their podcast, in their mainstream, no one says anything, but you're having a problem with it. Why? And you don't tell me why. You just give me a whore. Like, I'm your employee.
0: I literally said because we aren't sponsored. See, you choose... The no one sponsored you to...
1: pro... no one's you... sponsored by any of these... No one's sponsored by any of these companies. Why does it match her Bernard? You said, oh, we're not getting money for it. Who cares? That's what I'm saying. I'm not sponsored by Cedarfield, alright? Or any other, other local...
0: All right, guys. Yeah, I cut him off. So, yeah, this is the last episode of the podcast with Samir. Uh, I'm just going to go solo from here on out. So, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So, I'm just going to go ahead and go to the next story. All right. So, a lot of you know that the sh- uh, video game the day before was canceled, literally the day of release. So, people are selling their Steam keys that weren't used for you know, hundreds of dollars after the game got delisted. So it's like, why are y'all
1: still doing this? It's like, I the game was delisted. So what's the point? You're not going to be able to play it. I mean,
0: I get it. I guess it's a collector's item, but is it really? Eh, who knows? <sighs> so um, if you're a fan of Lego, You can get the Cullen house for, let's see how
1: much this thing is.
0: It's probably going to be like $200. That's usually what Lego houses cost.
1: Uh, I don't think they actually put it up. Uh, they don't, I don't think they gave us a price.
0: Yeah, they didn't give us a price. So I'll keep you guys apprised of that whenever, you know, it comes out. So Netflix, you know, the uh streaming corporate Titan that barely has anything to watch is working on several spinoffs. And those will be Extraction. Don't necessarily know who's gonna get a spinoff. I didn't watch Extraction 2 yet. Uh Wednesday, rumors we're working on the Uncle uh Uncle Fenster spinoff starring um crap, what's that guy's name? What is his name? I know his name, too. Um, Paul Armerson. A Witcher spinoff, which probably won't work because I think a lot of people are going to boycott that series since Liam Hemsworth is taking over. Money Heist. Peaky Blinders. I feel like it might be too late for Peaky Blinders, yo, because um, then Peaky Blinders ended like three years ago. Let's see when Peaky Blinders actually ended. it. So Peaky Blinders ended Oh, never mind, it ended last year. So yeah, it's still a little fresh. Um on the ending bubble. We're getting a spinoff of Stranger Things. I feel like this is a little too little, too late because you should have done a spinoff possibly around season two or season three. I mean, we're about to get the next the final season within like the next year or so. So I'm just like, eh, Army of the Dead. I can see that for a film franchise because we already got Army of Thieves. I really can't remember who lived at the end of Army of the Dead because that movie came out like about a year ago. So, you know, whenever, you know, hopefully we'll get some more announcements on that. Um, Unfortunately, we do also have to give a rest in peace to Mr. James McCaffrey. uh, McCaffrey. Sorry about that. So a lot of us may know him from playing the game that pretty much introduced bullet time to gaming. And that is Max Payne. He passed away at the age of uh, 65 years old. Uh, I'm checking to see what else he was in as far as um, either video games or television. Oh, apparently he also had a cameo in the game, but he was acting since the uh, late eighties. I'm looking at his filmography right now. Uh it looks like he wasn't in any films that I saw. Uh, I did a couple episodes of Law and Order. Oh, he was on Rescue Me. That's where I recognized him from. Oh, wow. He was on Viper. Oh, yeah. He was a lead on Viper. Uh, I guess like the first season or so. Uh, but yeah, rest in peace to Mr. James McCaffrey. So for you uh sci-fi fans out there. Ryan Coogler's X-Files series is actually confirmed to be happening according to Bloomberg News. I don't believe Dave Duchovny and Gillian Anderson are coming back to play Mulder and Scully. So it looks like this is possibly a reboot as opposed to a revival series. Yeah, no, they just said that it's definitely happening, but no news yet on who's going to be playing what characters. So, as we all know, the Insomniac hack happened last week. And I told you guys about the stipulations of the hack. Uh The hacker group wanted, I believe it was $2 million in Bitcoin. Or they were going to leak everything. And once a case like this happens, it pretty much becomes federal. So, they said, "Knock if you buck. And nothing happened. They just post like some more footage from like the game and development, like a few of the um, employees of Insomniac's address. And we got some details on what's happening with Marvel and Insomniac as a whole. So apparently the entire Insomniac game slate was leaked until 2030. So we're supposed to be getting X-Men games, a Venom game. In 2020, I believe seven and Spider-Man three in 2029. But yeah, they leaked more than a terabyte of internal data. And so Insomniac earlier at the time of this recording, put out a press release that just basically said an update on PS5's Wolverine. Well, Insomniac and Wolverine, Insomniac and Marvel's Wolverine. Thank you for the outpouring of compassion and unwavering support. It is deeply appreciated. We're both saddened and angered about the recent criminal cyber attack on our studio and the emotional toll it's taking on our development team. We have focused inwardly for the last several days to support each other. We are aware that the stolen data includes personal information belonging to our employees, former employees and independent contractors. It also includes early development details about Marvel's Wolverine for PlayStation 5. We continue working quietly to determine what data was impacted. This experience has been extremely distressing for us. We want everyone to enjoy the games we develop as intended and as our players deserve. However, like Logan, Insomniac is resilient. Marvel's Wolverine continues as planned. The game is in early production and will no doubt greatly evolve through development, as do all our plans. While we appreciate everyone's enthusiasm, we will share official information about Marvel's Wolverine when the time is right. On behalf of everyone at Insomniac, thank you for your ongoing support during this challenging time. So, like I said last week, once you hack a multi-million dollar company, it becomes a federal issue. So, the feds will be tracking those people down, and Outlook might not be so good. So, for those of you who are also fans of Andor, unfortunately, Season 2 is going to be delayed past next year. So season two might not happen until 2025, guys. So this is going to be like a season one, season two type situation with Loki where we have to wait like a year and some change because I feel like Loki season one was 2020, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, it is definitely not on schedule for next year for Lucasfilm. Comic book news. So I feel like Marvel is getting ready to just do some erasure with Gwen Stacy of the 616 Universe. Because now, uh, Spider Gwen, aka Ghost Spider, whatever you want to call her, um, I can't remember what Earth she's on. But she is apparently trapped in the 616 for good. So Stephanie Phillips and Chris Campa, Campana, will be launching a Spider Gwen, the Ghost Spider book. Um coming out in April of next year and the title card restrapped on 616 for good. How long is for good? Because for good might be till the end of the book. And if this book sells with Marvel, you never really know. Like they like sometimes do six issue minis. They do a 12 issue limited series run. I mean, Marvel, please stop restarting all of your books. That's all I ask. As someone who, who, who buys your books on a daily basis. Can y'all just go back to the way you were doing books where, you know, once a writer or an artist leaves, you just keep the number and and stop starting over with number ones every other year, please. That's all I ask. Cause now you're just screwing it up for collectors. Like every issue one that you put out is going to diminish the previous issue ones value. So it's just like, I quit. All right. Yeah, it was more or less a slow news week. Oh, crap. Yeah, guys, Um, I forgot to talk about Doctor Who Um, because somebody didn't watch it last week, so I can finally talk about it. So, you know, David Tennant's quote-unquote final episode of Doctor Who aired, well, let's just say the final special in the 60th anniversary, which was titled The Giggle. So, this episode pretty much picks up Dealing with the ramifications of the last episode, where, you know, the doctor invoked that superstition across the universe, and that caused one of the doctor's oldest adversaries to cross over into our dimension. And that individual's name is the toy maker, who was played by Neil Patrick Harris. So, the only example of the toy maker I can make is he's basically Mixel so he likes to have fun and just screw with people. And in this case, he basically screwed with all of humanity. So he traveled back to 1925 to when Stooky Bill, this is actually a true historical fact, um, was bought by an assistant to John Logie Baird, who is actually the inventor of television. So this was actually a puppet that is actually the first recorded piece of television and all time so and it's invoked some type of weird giggle with it so then we jump back to present day where after the last episode we see all the chaos in london has ensued and um unit finds the doctor and he well they take him to unit headquarters and they take wolf somewhere safe as i said Last week, unfortunately, last episode was the last episode with Bernard Cribbins. Sorry. Yes, I got a message. And so we actually get to see Kate Stewart in this episode, um, who obviously needs a doctor's help. Kate Stewart is the head of unit. Her father was also the head of unit in the, I want to say, like, was like the fifth doctor's. um, I want to say around the time of the fifth doctor. Uh, maybe six, who knows. And we actually get to see an old companion, um, Melanie Bush, who was actually the companion of um, uh, the sixth and the seventh doctor. She's actually working at unit. And Donna being Donna, you know, um, her and the doctor work together and figure out what's going on and find out that, you know, there's a wave that's going across the world because now the only thing that happened within the past two days is that they were gone, was that I can't remember what country it was, uh, but a country got satellites. So now the entire world is connected to the internet and Donna being the smart, lovely companion that she is figured out that it's not a wave is a music key. And it's basic Agapokio, which is ha 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 ha. And. They found out that it was indeed the laugh of Stooky Bill. So they go back to the 1920s and the doctor confronts the toy maker trying to figure out what he wants and a bunch of shenanigans also ensue and you find out that the assistant who bought this original Stooky Bill got turned into a puppet himself by the toy master. And Donna basically gets a cliff notes version of what's happened to all the companions since she was last companion. So we get a little bit of backstory to Amy's story, Clara's story, and Bill. It's just still a little fucked up that you know. I mean, Rory was a companion too, but yeah. So he was like, "I challenge you to a game." So they play the game of basically just drawing the highest card. The doctor lost, so you're like, "Oh crap! What the hell does this mean?" So. The doctor said, nah, homie, we already played the game before. So guess what? Best two out of three. And the game master, Toy Banker, said, I'll see you in 2023. So his little area collapses to get back the TARDIS, go back to present day. And they go back to unit. And the game master just basically kills a bunch of people while dancing to the Spice Girls spice up your life, which was very hilarious. And. They have a giant gun, which they were going to use to shoot a satellite up the sky. I think it's called like a graviton beam or something like that. Really can't remember at this point. But Toymaker killed the two guards that were watching the graviton beam. Shot the doctor, and the doctor begins to regenerate. And he's like,
1: "I'm in no hurry to leave this place." (laughs) We can play Grandma's footsteps. Off ground touch. Ah! Stop! 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 Shooting ducks. Who's next? Is the companion? Is a soldier? Is a scientist? Is he orphan Your fight is with me. And you are me. One more game. I played the first game with one doctor. I played the second game with this doctor. Therefore, your own rules have decreed. I play the third game with the next doctor. He's not dying alone. You can do what you like to me. I'm gonna be with him. So am I. Handmaidens. Is that okay? It's not dying. I know. But you're gonna be someone else. It doesn't matter who. Because every single one of you is fantastic. It's time. i again. i I don't know. Feels different this time. Ow! What? 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 Me. <laughs> I think I'm really, really me. Oh, <laughs> I am completely me. <laughs> don't just stand there. Eh? Push, mm-hmm. push. Does this work? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <Hello>! <laughs>
0: So good! (laughs) Now, someone tell me what the hell is going on here!
1: Excuse me, sorry, but uh, how did that happen?
0: (laughs) Bi-generation. I have bi-generated! There's no such thing.
1: Bi-generation is supposed to be a myth, but. (laughs) Look at me. Yeah, myth, miff, myth, myth, mo. What do you think? I think you're beautiful. <laughs> Still beautiful. Yeah. Do you come in a range of colours? Yes. yes. If I can interrupt. Behold, the game of the Time Lords, a dummy who dies and doubles and dies and doubles. I could play this for a hundred years. I'll have vast meadows of doctors dying over and over again. And I'll never get bored because I challenge you to a game.
0: Now, something feels funny. And he has Donna and Mel both grab an arm and pull. Then the doctor splits in two. So this is where we first get our, our look at Shirigachua as the doctor. And apparently he said that his mustache isn't real. That's a glued on mustache. So um, this is where by generation comes in. So, yeah, guys, that's the thing now. So by generation is where instead of the doctor dying and just, you know, causing this full explosive force like we've seen before for 13 times now. So apparently the doctor just splits. Like a. Like a. Parasite. I want to say. And now Russell T. Davis has actually come out and said. Hey guys this is. Now retroactive in the canon. So the doctors have never regenerated. They all have bi-generated. So now we have. If you count the fugitive doctor. In the war doctor. We have 17 doctors out there.
1: What?
0: All in one universe. And it's just like. What the hell? Because. Then technically they all don't have TARDIS. Because there's only one TARDIS. So are they just living on Earth amongst us? So this is my issue with that. It's like. Why would you do that Russell? I get it. You want to keep David Tennant around. David Tennant probably said. You know I'll do an episode or a special here or there. And, you know, he's trying to because he already he already built a, a, a Doctor Who universe with Doctor Who. He had Torchwood for the adults and the Sarah Jane adventures for the children. So also it's rumored that we're supposed to be getting a unit spinoff. But anyway, back back to the main point. So the by generation happens. We got the 15th Doctor. So basically, since they split, they kind of split the clothes. So uh Shooty is in his boxers. And the converse is that the 15th doctor wears in his shirt with this tie while the doctor is wearing the undershirt, the pants and no shoes. So, yes, people, the doctor was free balling or going commando. So they both challenged the toy maker to a game and it's all his fault because he split them. So they go with the simplest game of all time. Catch. You drop the ball, you lose. Game over. They beat the toy maker. One part I left out. While a doctor and the toy maker were playing their game of uh highest card wins, he basically went to a full explanation of what he's been doing since he was able to get into this universe. So he took the master and put him in a gold tooth. And that is explained later on why that's important. So they play catch, toy maker loses. Fifteenth uh 14th doctor gets a prize and he says My prize is I want to banish you from this dimension. So Toymaker folds up, lands in a box, unit takes him, covers it in salt because the doctor invoked that superstition at the end of the universe. So that's a thing now. But when the Toymaker folded up, his gold tooth popped up and somebody with a well-manicured set of nails took that tooth. So we will be getting a new master soon or who knows, maybe John Cena will be coming back. So... Then they try to figure out what the hell they're going to do about the whole TARDIS situation because 14 is like, yeah, there's two of us. How's this going to work? And we find out the reason why the doctor chose David Tennant's face again. It was because he's stressed out. He needs to relax. The Fifteen doctor says they're doing rehab in reverse. So basically he no longer feels the weight of all the ramifications since the time war. He's basically going to be a carefree doctor free of his burdens and so david Tennant's doctor the 14th doctor will be a earth-based doctor and when they come to this conclusion the 15th doctor has a revelation like oh crap you know maybe we're still in a state of play so he grabs a giant mallet hits the tardis and now we have two tardises and um The 15th Doctor, TARDIS is still the same as far as the interior goes, except the 15th Doctor's TARDIS has a jukebox in it, like an old school jukebox, and it's wheelchair accessible. So that means that uh, more than likely, Maddie from the previous specials, who's in the wheelchair, will be joining him on a few adventures. So he gets ready to leave. You know, they say the goodbyes and everything. And now the 14th Doctor has a family. So he's just basically chilling. Uh, With Donna's family. So he's chilling with Rose, Sean, and Sylvia and Wolf. And Wolf is out shooting. Was it gophers? No, he was shooting moles. But the doctor gave him a force field because he loves the moles. So this doctor has a happy ending. And now our 15th doctor is off sailing the galaxy and getting to who knows what type of adventures. But yeah, our first episode with him will be airing on Christmas. So, yeah, there's that. But I will tell you this. Let's get into the reviews of Percy Jackson and the Olympians. So the first two episodes aired a little bit earlier on Disney Plus by a day. So we're going to get into episode one. I accidentally vaporized my pre-algebra teacher. So synopsis is 12-year-old Percy Jackson is on a field trip to the Metropolitan Museum of Art where he is given a sword named Riptide in the form of a ballpoint pen by Mr. Burner, his Latin teacher. Percy accidentally pushes class bully Nancy BobaFit into a water fountain catching the attention of the algebra teacher Mrs. Dodds who reveals herself to be a fury. Percy strikes Dodds with Riptide and later finds out that no one else seemingly remembers Mrs. Dodds' existence. Percy uh, Percy returns home to his stepfather, Gabe, and his mother, Sally. Uh, Percy and Sally head to their cabin in Montauk, New York, where Sally informs her son that Greek gods and monsters are real. While Percy's friend, Grover, inadvertently reveals himself to be a satyr, arrives to tell Sally and Percy to move to Camp half Blood, and they are attacked by a minotaur. And on the way, the minotaur kills Sally, which causes Percy to kill it in rage. And after that, he collapses, um, and he's Greek Greeted by Sharon as he wakes up. So, as someone who's ever read these books, because by the time these books came out, I want to say I was about nineteen or so. Um, let's see when the first book came out. Oh, Percy Jackson, Percy Jackson. Yeah, uh, The Lightning Thief came out in two thousand five. So, one of the things I'm actually liking about this book. I mean, this series is they're sticking more to the books, where the movies, they age the characters up because Logan Learman by that time was about 16 years old or so. And uh, I think Brandon T. Jackson was in his 20s and Alexander Daddario was in her um, late teens. I want to say 17 or 18. So the cast is, you know, a pretty young group of individuals. Walker Scobell who plays Percy, is uh, 14. Lea Savelle Jeffrey, who's playing Annabelle, who got all the hate because y'all need to suck. I mean, y'all suck. Uh, she's also 14. And I believe the kid who plays Grover, um, Arian Simadari. Oh, he's the oldest one. He's 17. He almost a grown man, but he looked like he's like 12. Um, so, yeah, everyone's pretty much a teenager. And, you know, the budget is good. Um First episode was amazing by the way. My only issue with this is the way it's shown is cut like it's airing on TV. So there's these pauses and obviously we fade to black and then we come back. And I'm just like does that necessarily need to be there? This is a show specifically for a streaming service unless like unless they plan on putting this on Disney XD like, you know, 8 months down the line. But even then, you can do that after the entire series airs on Disney Plus. But I mean, yeah, Logan is good. I mean, if you saw the Adam Project, you already know how he, he how he does his thing. Um who plays Grover Arian. he was actually pretty good as well. But I mean, at first I'm like, who's his mother? Because she looks a little bit like um, she looks a little bit like. I want to say Julia Stiles, but it's Virginia Cole, who I've never seen anything again. Apparently, she was in Nosferatu on a sci-fi channel, and she was in an episode of Shameless and Sneaky Pete. But yeah, I mean, I've never seen her in anything, but, you know, hopefully we'll see her again because, you know, the Minotaur killed her. Episode two. I become the lord supreme I become lord supreme of the bathroom. So, yeah, Percy wakes up and the um, camp infirmary 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 am, Grover on his bedside and he meets Mr. D, um who is the camp director who is actually Dionysus, the god of wine making, orchards and fruit and vegetation and a whole other thing, a whole bunch of other things. Um but yeah, I mean he's also known as Bacchus. Yeah. And he realizes that Mr. Burnin' is Sharon who is a centaur, Sharon instructs Percy to stay in the Hermes cabin until he's claimed by his godly parent. Percy meets fellow campers um Luke, Castel, Pistelin, and Clarissa LaRue. And tries different activities to figure out his uh, his skills. Reason her friends attempt to dip Percy's head in the toilet, but Percy bashes them with his water powers, which he doesn't know he has yet because he's just like, What the hell is going on? So, Annabeth recruits Percy into her team for a game of catching a flag. Uh, Luke tells Percy backstory of how him. Natalia Grace recruited Annabelle, and how they actually got the camp. Um, But you also just find out that Natalia didn't make it. So, it was just um, Luke and Annabeth who made it to the camp. So capture the flag begins and Percy repels an attack by Clarice and her friends while the blue team consisting of the Amphita and the Herbys cabins wins and Annabeth pursues Percy oh I'm sorry Annabeth pushed Percy into the lake um which caused you know the bruises from his ass whooping from Clarice to heal. and then Percy is playing pirates deciding the god of the sea So he moves into the Poseidon cabin and is told that Zeus has accused him of stealing his master boat and that war will ensue if it's not returned within a week. And so, Percy's quest is to find the lightning boat. This episode was better than the first. Like, these kids, they got their fight choreography on point. And, um, I really don't have any notes to say about this episode. Like, the, the effects of, you know, his wounds being healed was pretty good. Anna Beth has a cap that makes her invisible, that was pretty good, so I don't know how they did that per se, maybe they put her in a green suit, because when she walks away you see her footprints um, in the dirt, but yeah, I mean, so far, the show is building up, to be very fruitful, and we have about 6 more episodes, because this is indeed an 8 episode series, so yeah guys, I can't wait, um, yeah, look at that. I mean, I got all my stories done in a half hour because somebody doesn't like to fucking scramble and rant. So, yeah, I wasted five hours of my life watching Ragoni Kitchen. Don't recommend it if you're not a fan of reading subtitles because the dubs were horrible. And speaking of dubs, this episode is actually sponsored by Dubby. So, this is a powdered energy drink. Usually contains about 100 milligrams of caffeine to get you through the day. This flavor is the mango orange cream. I actually like the Dove Slime. So, I haven't tried this one yet, but if you guys can go to w.gg and use the promo code angryblurs 10 at checkout to save 10% on your order. And that will actually be in the description of this episode. So, um, yeah. So, I guess this is the end of the Angry Blurs Podcast and the beginning of the Angry Blurred Podcast. So guys, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend, and um, I will see y'all when I see you, and yeah, it looks like the episode's going to be roughly about a half hour long now, so peace.